Welcome everyone to Coaching This Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the dangerous phrases that the mind can recite to itself. And you might think that you know some of the most dangerous phrases, but stay tuned and you probably will find out that these phrases are not what you think. As always, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video and your audio to help build a like-minded community of strong, positive people with the idea that they can do anything in life as long as they put their mind to it. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, you're going to head over to revenueconcepts.com and we're going to head over to resources and then go to blogs. And as always, I'm ready and prepared. I have the blog that we're going to be talking about today, Dangerous Phrases for the Mind. Now, this dangerous phrase of the mind or for the mind, they're going to be talking about three phrases that we have to watch out for. And you might not think these phrases are going to be so detrimental because we made it a norm. So yeah, these norms are actually hurting you more than what you think. So the first dangerous phrase that we're going to talk about today is going to be number one, I'm going to give my child a life I never had. Number two, this is just who I am. And number three, I'm busy. And I'm going to break all of that down in today's episode. And of course, I do encourage you to read the blog because it goes into more detail than what I'm going to go on today, but it's going to offer a different perspective. And if you're guilty of saying any of these phrases at any point in your life, you have to do the work to repair all the damage it caused. So you might not think it caused any damage. It did. So we have to get that damage repaired. So we're going to do that today. We're going to do this in this blog. So let's break down these three dangerous phrases. Looking at the first phrase, I'm going to give my child a life I never had. What does that mean? Well, it can mean many things. Number one, you could have had a rough childhood and you don't want your kid to experience that also. Now, is that a good parent or a bad parent? And I'm going to say it's probably a good parent. That parent wanted to do their best to make sure their child had the best education, the best circumstances for themselves to be successful, to succeed. Because if you look at generational growth, the kids should be better than the parents. Should. However, we can see in recent years that that is not the case. So what does that mean? Does that mean that parents did a bad job raising children? No, not necessarily. Society is different. It's a different type of mindset. So how we thought when we were younger is not how they think now that they're that next generation of leaders. Who's to blame? We can point the finger all day or we can get to work and fix the problem. And I encourage people to get to work rather than point the finger. But one of the things that we can't do as parents is say, I'm going to give my child a life I never had. And yes, it's a good thing. Most likely you're going to give them a car that you never had. You're going to give them a good home, a warm bed. Maybe you didn't have food every night. Maybe if you didn't have that, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you have to understand that the things that you experienced in your life made you who you are today. So you have to ask yourself at some point, are you happy with who you are? Because if you're not happy with who you are, head over to revenconcepts.com and you need coaching because there's a reason why you're saying that. That means you're not satisfied with who you are subconsciously. Your brain does crazy things that you don't even realize with phrases like this. I had such a rough life. I don't want to give my kids this life. You don't have to say that phrase to put it into reality. That way of thinking is different 
than this phrase. Either you show up or you say, I had such a bad life, negative, I don't want my kids to have a bad life. Okay, right? We can avoid that whole negativity of saying, I didn't have a bad life. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Every child is going to have some type of trauma and some type of hardship in life. Even rich kids, their trauma is going to be different though. They might not have the trauma of not having food every night. They might not get their car, their dream car. Their parents say, no, sorry, you can't have a Ferrari. I hate you, dad. I hate you, mom. I can't get anything I want, right? Trauma. Even though we're dealing with a self-entitled brat, guess what? Still trauma to that person. So everyone's going to have a different type of experience. Some are going to be more detrimental to life. Some are just going to hurt their feelings for a week or whatever. But when we tell ourselves, I want my child to have a life I never had, we are just setting ourselves up for disaster. Because what happens if that child goes down the same path that you did? You're not going to be proud of them anymore? I want to give them the life that I never had. So if they start having the life that you had, what's the difference? Now, of course, there's going to be things that change your whole life around, altered your whole life if you had kids at a young age. That's going to be a huge life changer. What do we do, right? We learn from it. We grow from it. But we don't hate the fact that we made a mistake. We don't hate the fact that we had a child. We did the deed. We have to show up. We have to be the adults. We have to handle our business. So that is going to be dangerous phrase number one. And we're going to tie everything into the end. Looking at dangerous phrase number two now, we get into the idea of this is who I am. I mean, this kind of ties into phrase number one a little bit. We're going to break that down. But phrase number two is saying this is who I am, meaning we can't change. I can't change. This is just who I am. I'm always going to be this way. I'm not going to be smart. I'm not going to be handsome. I'm not going to be attractive to other people. I'm not going to be a good public speaker. Whatever you tell yourself. That is who you're telling yourself. Whatever you tell yourself, that is who you're telling yourself to be. So this is just who I am. I guess I have to stay this way because I can't change it. There's ways that we can turn all these words around too. That'd be toward the end. But saying that saying, phrase number two, this is just who I am, is going to be harmful to your progression in life toward success and toward your goals. Because you're going to get to a point where you have to elevate yourself or you have to evolve, gain a skill, and you're going to have some hardships and difficulty. Typically, if people say this is just who I am, they have some type of wall, some type of block that they have to overcome. But they say, I'm not going to overcome it. They say, this is just who I am. Either take it or leave it, right? Now, many people who are into this type of mindset, they need coaching too. Because this is not who you are. This is who you want to be. This is a choice. You being who you are is a choice. If you're not happy where you are, you can change it. So the fact that you're not changing your life right now, that's on you. The fact that you're not happy right now, that's on you. That's not your husband, your spouse, your wife, your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad. That's on you. Your happiness is dependent on what you do. So if you say, this is just who I am, I'm unhappy... Why? Because there's going to be a deeper meaning than just, I'm deciding that I am unhappy. This is just who I am. So goes more into that. 
And then dangerous free breakdown is going to be saying, I'm busy. The most harmless word that we say almost every single day. I'm busy. Yeah, you know, I would have did it, but I'm busy. Hey, I'm busy right now. Can I call you back? What does that mean? I'm busy. Well, it means that we don't have time for someone. Now, on a subconscious level, if we say I'm busy one time, it might not mean nothing. Okay, we understand they're busy. We say it again. Hey, I'm busy. Can't hang out. Okay, well, all right, you're always busy. All right, whatever. Third time, you might not get that call and then asking what you're doing because we already know you're busy. And this happens a lot in relationships where a husband or a wife will say, I'm busy, whether they say it to each other or if they say it to their kids, maybe even their parents. So a kid might come up and say, mommy, daddy, whatever, blah, 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 right? Parent says, not right now, I'm busy. Busy might be, I'm on my smartphone. Busy might be, I'm working, right? Whatever it be, it's still busy. And the kid thinks, you gotta understand, the kid is learning from their environment. This person is too busy for me. And you might not think it that way, right? I completely understand that you're busy. I understand you have to put food on the table. I understand you have to do work, cook, clean. I I understand you have things to do as adults. But as a parent, it's a little bit different. You have a little one learning from everything you do, everything you say. Because from ages one to seven, they're learning primarily from their environment and from behaviors. So that behavior of you being busy from that behavior of you saying this is just who I am and from that behavior saying you have such a rough childhood and then trying to give them an environment of peace and tranquility. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to be a good parent, but when you don't give a child challenge, they turn out to be weak children. And I know that's hard to hear. You don't give your child challenge, they turn out to be weak. What happens to weak men? Weak men get controlled. So... What, are you raising children just to be controlled by someone else? No, no, no. You know, like, I, I want to give them different things, like a, like a good school, and I want to give them food and things like that. But if you don't give them challenge, how can they appreciate those things later on in life? They can't. And I always talk about my childhood, of how rough it is. And my mom always tells me, you always talk about how rough your childhood was and everything, even though it's true. She said that she worked so hard and She worked two, three jobs, and she was always gone working just to be able to provide for us. And that's very true, too. She worked very hard to give us the life that we had. But at the same time, we were still picking mold out of the bread. We were scraping quarters from underneath the sofas to go buy ham and cheese or sandwiches in the morning for school, buy a bag of potato chips and 25-cent juice. That was life. Sometimes we had no power, no heat. That was life. And though that childhood might seem rough, I don't want that childhood. We always had food and we always were able to get lunch for school and things like that. I completely understand that way of thinking, but it still happens today. There's many children in school who don't get breakfast at home, so they rely on school for lunch. That's why there's summer programs now to give children who are not in school lunch. Because there's no food at the home. Now, not saying that I missed a meal every day or that my parents neglected me. I had a good upbringing. I had good parents. But at the same time, if I was in someone else's shoes, let's say I was in an affluent home, 
I wouldn't have lost power. I wouldn't know what it was to experience a blackout because we didn't pay the electric bill. I wouldn't have that experience. So I gained those experiences through my childhood. And I'm just thinking in my head, well, I know how sucky it is to not have hot water, how it is to not have power, and I'm not in the position to be without. So what am I going to do with my kids? Am I going to just say, you can't have power, you can't have hot water, you're going to eat moldy bread? No. In a sense, my kids are not going to have the same exact life that I had. It's different times. Over the years, I was able to elevate myself whether through just my business, through the work I did, my career. Now I'm able to not have to worry about, well, are we going to pay the light bill this month? Are we going to pay the phone bill this month? What bill are we not paying because we don't have enough? We have to come to the conclusion of, all right, where were we and where are we now? I'm in a better place now than I was when I was younger, but it took a lot of work, took a lot of effort. But I'm going to give my child as much challenge as I can. I'm going to be that force that reigns supreme over their butts. And I'm going to say, you're going to have some challenge. Mommy and daddy are not coming to the rescue. You mess up, you handle it. And my dad always said that, handle your business. So they're going to have to handle their business. They're going to have to show up. And I'm going to give them as many challenges. I'm going to present them with as many challenges as they need to grow. Because I understand that if I don't give them challenge when they're younger, they're going to turn up and be weak adults. And that just goes us into the second phrase again. This is just who I am. We can avoid that whole saying of this is just who I am. That is not who you are. That's who you want to be. So changing that type of mindset, how do we get from where we are to where we want to be? Many people just remain complacent. They stay in their comfort zone. And then they wonder why they don't have a good life. Well, if you don't have a good life, why not change what you're doing? Why not change your circumstance? Because if I said, this is just who I am, a poor kid in the ghetto growing up, I would be the poor kid in the ghetto still today. But I said, I don't want to be the poor kid in the ghetto anymore. I see an alternate route for me. Even though everyone in the hood is doing what the hood does, I said, I don't want to do what they're doing. I want something different. Sometimes people get into the realm of, Well, they did it. Must be the appropriate thing to do. This is not Simon Says. This is not follow the leader. You follow what you want. And if you want something better in your life, if you want to change your circumstance, that is what you do. That's not who you are. Change who you are. Become who you want to be. Many people get into this mindset that, well, because of circumstances, I can only be this much or do this much. No, your circumstances don't define you. They refine you. So if you're going to allow your circumstances to depict your future outcome, then you're going to be doomed for quite some time. And then we just tack on to, I'm busy, so we don't even think about doing some work or lifting a finger. We as people have become extremely lazy. We as people have decided that we are going to be preoccupied by things that are inconsequential and then wonder why we don't have better things in our life. Or if we do have those good things, we sacrifice moments of of peace and tranquility for a good moment now and then for suffering later. Many people choose easy now, hard later. I would rather choose hard now, easy later. This is a mindset game. 
we have to understand that our mind is constantly telling us things, whether we know it or not. Our mind is telling us we need to do something or we need to not do something. And when our mind is telling that we need to give our kids a different life so that they end up weak, our mind is tricking us. When we just say, this is who I am, our mind is tricking us. We don't have to be this person. We can change to who we want to be. If we say that we're busy, we don't have any more time, we have the same 24 hours that Elon Musk has, that Bill Gates has, that Oprah has. Why don't we make something out of our lives? Because we just say we're busy rather than acting, rather than doing what we're supposed to do. We just passively say that we're busy We don't have time. We can't do anything. We can't be successful like them. All of these different type of sayings have one thing in common. Scarcity. There's going to be a scarcity type of mindset, a limiting type of belief mindset that stem from these sayings, whether they be consciously or subconsciously, depending on who you are. But all of these different things are going to require a huge amount of work to change. I'm busy one is probably the easiest one to fix. And then the next one is going to be, I'm going to give my child a life I never had. You just basically allow them to be children, allow them to go through challenge. And then there's probably the most difficult one to change and going to be dealing with, this is who I am. How do we get rid of that one? And the best way I can say is to get a coach, get a life coach, get a mindset coach that that is going to help you elevate yourself from this is who you are to this is who you want to be. Because if you just keep going down the same road and doing the same things and expecting different results or a different destination, you're sorely wrong. We have to decide what is for us. So looking at this blog again, dangerous phrases for the mind, I go into detail on all the different phrases. I give multiple examples on what it means and how to get out of it because our end goal is to be a stronger person at the end of the day. And these phrases are actually going to make us weaker by the end of the day or the end of our life. So if we can replace these phrases with more powerful sayings, then we're going to be in a better place or our kids are going to be in a better place. So a must-read blog, Dangerous Phrases for the Mind, it will be in the description box below. So I encourage everyone to check this blog out, to share it out, because this one is going to be definitely a must-read for you to get into a better state of mind. And as I said in the beginning, I want to give you different perspectives on what these phrases are. Because you might have a bad phrase, and that bad phrase doesn't have to be so bad, right? We don't have to keep that phrase. We can change it. So instead of me saying, I'm going to give my children the life I never had, I'm going to say, my life as a child might not have been perfect, but it was mine. And I learned many lessons. And I understand that my child is not going to have the perfect life also, but that's going to help teach them, challenge, and give them an abundance of lessons that they can help build the rest of their life. And what we do as parents and educators and guardians is we share wisdom with these young minds. Because wisdom is basically experience that has already been lived. I don't have to go through the same struggles my parents did in order to acknowledge what went through. They told me, hey, this is what happened. This is life. This is what I went through. This is how I solved it. I wouldn't recommend going down this path. I have a choice. Do I take their wisdom and listen? 
Or do I say, you know, I'm going to experience it myself. That depends on the mindset. You can change a child's mindset to want to touch a stove and burn their hand or say, I'm going to listen to you. There's a way to do it. That could be for another episode or you can get coaching with me if you want to know how to get that done for your child. Number two, instead of saying this is just who I am, saying this is who I am today, but it's not who I'm going to be tomorrow. Simple fix. This is who I am today, but it's not going to be who I am tomorrow. Maybe if you wanted to even be daring, this is not going to be who I'm going to be in an hour if you're at the gym. I'm walking into the gym. I'm going to do the best I can. I can be more, right? We can be more. The idea that just because we're in a certain place doesn't mean we can't elevate. Putting that into our mind instead of being stuck at a certain level. We're not stuck anywhere in life. If you want to be stuck, that's a mindset thing. Get a mindset coach. RevenantConcepts.com. Then we go into the third one. And that's going to be talking about I'm busy. Well, what's something else that we can say I'm busy? Not now, later. No, that's still I'm busy. Saying, hey, whoever you're talking to, explain the situation. And then ask them, would it be okay if we maybe talked in five minutes, in 10 minutes, an hour, whatever time you need, right? So if your kid runs up to you, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, right? Whatever. And you're like, hey, I'm in a meeting right now. I'm going to be done in 30 minutes. The meeting is going to last one cartoon. Do you want to watch one cartoon? And then after the cartoon, you and I can have a conversation, right? Maybe they'll listen. Maybe they won't, right? The kids. So they might say, no, I want you now. Give them challenge. We can't have me now. They might cry. They might be upset. Challenge. Let them have that. After 30 minutes, hey, I'm available. And then have that discussion with them. Hey, I understand you're upset. I wasn't able to talk to you when you wanted me. But sometimes mommy's going to be busy or daddy's going to be busy. And I have to work. The kid might say, I don't like work. Conversation. Critical thinking. Build it. Build that trust with them. And what happens next is that they learn. It's not that you're too busy for them. It's just that at that moment you're preoccupied. So yes, you will be able to address them, spend time with them, just not at that moment. And they have to learn patience. There's so many skills that happen on a non-structured basis like patience. You got to wait for Christmas. Patience. You got to wait for your birthday. Patience. You got to wait to after dinner to have ice cream. Patience. We lost that somewhere. We lost the skill to be patient. We lost the skill to be understanding. We lost the skill to understand other people's emotions and feelings and mindset at the moment. So getting into their way of thinking or their type of mindset is going to require a higher level of thinking. So how you do that is going to be up to you. But what I will say and encourage you to do is if you're not in a place where you think you can handle this by yourself, get a coach. That's going to be one of the easiest things you can do. Having someone help you and assist you it's not failure. It's not weakness. It's asking for help. We as people, we're here to help each other. So if you feel like you can't help yourself, have someone assist you so you can also help the people you love the most. Because you got to understand, yeah, I can cut my own lawn, but if I ask for help from a landscaper or for a landscaping company to come cut my lawn, that's going to be 40 minutes that I can spend on my family. We only have 24 hours in a day. 
how we view it is going to be up to us. So don't be afraid for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Maybe that's another dangerous phrase, but that's a different story. So looking at the phrases that we talked today, all of those things can be fixed with time and with a coach. So if you're looking for coaching, if you're looking for more answers, or, or if you have any questions and you're looking for answers, head over to reverendconcepts.com and we can hook you up with a consultation and or those answers you desperately need. As always, make sure to like, comment, subscribe to share this video with anyone who you might know personally who says any of these three phrases because they might not even know what they're saying. And you might say, hey, I listened to this podcast and you're not supposed to say that. They're going to say, well, whatever. Share this podcast with them and let them listen to the 30-minute episode and let them understand what they're doing and how it will affect them and then how to fix it. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me, coachinginsession at gmail.com, and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching In Session. Until then, everyone, take care.